the podcast where we sip and spill. Welcome back to another episode of Tea with Key. Okay, I am your host, Key, and I am so, so, so happy to have you listening today. Okay, you know how we do. We do a little sipping, we do a little spilling, and we do a little something else here and there. It's It's been a minute, y'all. It has indeed been a minute. I just want to thank everyone out there, seriously, y'all, like for listening, for rocking with me, holding me down, reaching out to me, all that jazz. Because I will say, you know, there are a bunch of bunch of y'all out there who were like, oh my goodness, T with Key, where are you going? When are you coming back? All these questions. And I'm like, I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I had to take hiatus for a little bit. Tea with Key, definitely. Shout out to everyone who contributed to the first 50 episodes with just saying that, saying that out loud. 50 episodes. Y'all have been rocking with me for a solid minute. And I sincerely appreciate y'all. All the love, all the support, all the ideas, all the conversations. So much has come out of what we have done together on Tea with Key, and I am so super excited to be back with y'all, okay? When I was sitting here thinking about, I had a plan for coming out of hiatus, and y'all already know how it goes, okay? You can do all the planning you want. You can say this, you can say that, but then sometimes you just sit down and you're just like, hold up, like, let's, let's get to it, you know? I had a plan for, you know, what I wanted to do when I came back, and I had ideas for like, okay, it's gonna be, you know, this month, this day, this, you know, time or whatever. But where I'm at in my life right now, I said to myself, you know what? I'm I'm ready to come back. I'm ready to have these conversations again. I'm ready to bounce ideas around. I'm ready to get back to what Tea with Key is all about. Tea with Key is, it's inspirational, okay? It is meant to be a place where we can come together and have important conversations about things that we are experiencing in our life, things that we're seeing in other people's lives or things that, you know, we would we would hope to experience or that we want to experience or places that we want to get to. I really thought about what I wanted this episode to be coming back to y'all and, you know, a lot has happened in my life since I left y'all at episode 50. And I wanna really focus on where I am now and where I want to go. When I think about this podcast and my vision for the future, when I thought about the brand itself and what I wanted it to be, I wanted to combine a lot of ideas that I had before with where my vision was and act on those things now. So let me go ahead and take a sip right now because I'm like, <clears throat> we're gonna be, we're gonna be, we're gonna be talking about a lot here today. Mm. Ooh, you know, I tell y'all what I'm sipping on today. It's a beautiful day, a sunny ass day in Atlanta. Okay. I got me some chamomile tea. Okay. I'm feeling. I'm feeling real calm. I'm feeling hype and calm at the same time. I don't know how to explain it. I'm like hype because I'm like, yo, T would keep me back at it. But I'm also like calm because I'm like, okay, a bitch is out here recentered or whatever. <laughs> so I woke up excited as fuck. Got knee together. Y'all gonna see more pictures of her. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram at T-E-A with K-E-A. T with Key, y'all know how it is. 
She's super cute. If you want to see more Nene content, I'm stepping on uh, this cup of chamomile tea. Okay. And y'all know I got the trifecta with me as well. Cut the ginger, cut the lemon, pour the honey. It's a nice little mix right here. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take another sip for me. For, but we get into the meat and potatoes and everything. <sighs> y'all know when I talk to y'all about how important tea is to me and how it makes me feel when I sip a nice hot cup of it and just gather myself, gather my thoughts. Okay, you know, and this mug actually, this mug that I'm drinking out of is actually a mug that I got recently. I got it last month. Uh, me, Kiana, Steven, Raven, we were celebrating MLK Day here in Atlanta. One of uh, the purchases that I made was an MLK mug. Uh, it has photos of him. It has a lot of quotes of him. And I'll actually, I'll actually just read one of the quotes to y'all because all the quotes resonate with me. But this one, I think, definitely, um, I think will, will resonate with y'all as well. He says... The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moment of convenience and comfort, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. And I definitely think that that says a lot because when, you know, we think about the time that we want to spend, the finite time that we as human beings on this earth have to spend, when we talk about being a catalyst for change and a catalyst for positive change. We think about this in times where we are struggling, where there are people that are struggling, when there are moments where we say to ourselves, there's a flaw in the system that we have. There are inadequacies that exist within our society. There are holes that we need to address. And I definitely think especially it's February, it's Black History Month. And of course we know that Black History Month is not just the month of February, it is every single day of the year, okay? We should be celebrating our people no matter what month, what day, what time. And when it comes to overcoming the adversity that we face, we know that that is an everyday battle. So I just wanted to leave y'all with that, a little food for thought. There are definitely gonna be some conversations that we're having within future episodes that dive a little bit more into that, the nitty gritty and things that we as a people should be working towards. But what I want to do on today's episode, episode 51, I wanna set y'all up with where I want to take y'all moving forward, moving forward with the pod and then also where I would like to take y'all today. Today's episode is gonna be a solo dolo episode, okay? I knew when I thought about coming back to y'all, I wanted to have a conversation directly from me to y'all, my lovely loyal listeners. When I think about the other episodes that I want to have on Tea with Key, I did touch on some of these in some earlier episodes. I wanted to let y'all know the way that I kind of want to go about this is I definitely want to have episodes where we do bring people back on the podcast and we revisit what their goals were. We talk about the progress that they're making, the strides that they are taking. I wanted to bring people back on the show to essentially have a check-in with them. You know, when I thought about what I wanted Tea with Key to be, I definitely, of course, wanted to introduce you to a lot of the inspirational, wonderful, amazing people that are in my life that I have been so fortunate to get to know. 
But I also wanted to have ongoing conversations because when we talk about specific episodes where we're talking about cracks in society or we're talking about personal struggles or we're talking about, you know, some level of development, I definitely think that it is important to not only just have those conversations within the time of that single episode, but also keep those conversations going. You know, there are some times when my friends, they say that they want to do something or they say that they, you know, aspire to become like someone or they have a dream of doing something that they've never done before. Sometimes I will literally ask them, depending on how much effort is involved and like, you know, all the nuances that go along with it, I will ask them, okay, hey, you know, what's your timeline looking like? Or if it's something, you know, more immediate, like, for example, a lot of my friends right now are looking for jobs. And one of the things, of course, we're talking about is, okay, what does your resume look like? Do you have a cover letter template already? And in times like that, I'll be like, hey, you know, we'll do a check-in a week from now. We'll do a check-in two weeks from now. Or I've had friends that have ideas about books that they want to write or screenplays or things along those lines. And I'll say, hey, I'm going to put a note in my calendar and y'all know, <laughs> y'all know, especially for y'all who really know me personally, I'm a calendar girl, okay? My calendar is super duper important. I do not know where I would be without her, okay? She out here holding me down, all right? I will literally ask them like, okay, this, this is what you wanna do, these are your ideas, guess what? We're gonna do a check-in six months from now or a check-in three months from now, just so I have a little note to where I can go back and be like, hey, I know you were talking about this. What ideas have you bounced around, thoughts like, you know, where you want to go, because I know so many of y'all out there who are just brewing with so, so much drive, so much imagination, so much that I know that you as an individual want to do. And that I also know would be of so much value to other people out here. And I am having this as a solo episode for Tea with Key, but it's also like the future episodes where I bring guests back onto the show and we have a little reloaded episode content that we can look back on, check in with you, also talk about ideas for the future. That 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 shit just really excites me. There are some guests on the show that, you know, y'all have reached out to me, whether it was, you know, via Instagram, Twitter, in person, whatever, about really, really liking a particular guest or really talking about a guest that you really connected with and that, you know, you really, um, you know, tuned in with the content. Um, I definitely want to encourage y'all out there listening, if there are any episodes where you have specific questions for certain guests or comments, definitely keep those coming. I am super duper receptive. You guys know y'all have my contact. It could be social means. It could be email. I am here. Okay. I'm here to listen. And of course, anything that you want me to communicate with any of the guests, if you haven't already contacted them directly, we are here to have those conversations. So I just want all of y'all to know that the floor is always open. I am super duper receptive to what you guys are interested in. So please, please, please let me know and I'll be here. <laughs> in addition to having my little solo dola episodes and our little reloaded episodes with guests that we've had previously on the show, we are also going to be having some net new guests on here as well. I cannot tell y'all how many people would come to me and be like, I want to be on the pod. I want to be on the pod. And I'd be telling them, okay, y'all, I'm on a little bit of a hiatus right now. Okay. 
I'm getting my marbles together. I'm getting my ducks in a row. I'm doing what I got to do. But you know what? I'm keeping you in mind. I will listen. One of my goals for this year personally, and just, you know, not even just for this year, but for all the years to come is I do want to be a better listener. Now, I know this is a podcast and y'all hear me having a gift for gab or whatever out here on my little mic right here, right? But I definitely want to focus on being a better listener. And when y'all come to me, even if you don't know me personally, I am here for you, okay? I am here to listen. I want to know what you have as your vision for the pod because Tea with Key does not exist just because of me. It's because of all of us. The guests, the listeners, the supporters, Tea with Key exists because of all of us. And with that being said, there's a bunch of people who I did not get a chance to sit down with within my first 50 episodes. I know that um, depending on your relationship with me or the pod, you may have come in at a different time. There is a long future ahead. The future of Tea with Key is limitless. I'm going to be sitting down with a guest who y'all have not seen before, and we are going to be introducing some new concepts to y'all, some new content, dive into some new topics. And I am so, 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 so looking forward to it. And I really hope that you guys are as well. I am, I'm literally overflowing with joy. When I think about being here with y'all and you know, what, what this means for me, what this means for y'all, it's just, it makes my heart full. It makes my heart warm. I thought about coming back and I was just like, I was so super excited. And I said to myself, y'all, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm here. So y'all are probably, <clears throat> probably wondering, it's titled, Quit your job and witness the Renaissance tour. Let's 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 get into it, y'all. When I thought about coming back to y'all, considering you know where where I am in my life, I said there are times when I think about opening up more, being more vulnerable, and I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of. I was a little, I was a little apprehensive, I'll say, when I first thought about this. And I had to essentially be introspective and think about being true to myself and then also being true when it came to the pod. I said, okay, I want to be transparent and I also want to have a conversation with y'all about what I consider to be personal growth. And of course, y'all know me, I have a bunch of, especially for y'all who know me personally, you know, sometimes my thoughts are like a little pinball machine, you know, those like old arcade games, you just all, all up in my brain, right? Okay. And I said, you know what? Look, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna lay it on y'all. Where I am in my life, I am currently unemployed, okay? I'm unemployed by choice, okay? Saying that out loud, before I actually made the decision, I definitely had some, I had some thoughts because it wasn't something that I decided overnight. I took a lot of time to think about this, a lot, a lot, a lot of time to think about this. And I talked to myself about it. I talked with my mom about it. There were times where I wasn't necessarily being nice to myself. I used to think, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I used to think to myself like, okay, I cannot be out here 
choosing to leave my job when I don't have another job. But I had always told myself, literally, I had literally told myself, this is something I would never, 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 ever, ever do. I'm talking about capital N-E-V-E-R, capital E-V-E-R, underline, italicize, bold, exclamation point. I literally told myself that this would like never, ever happen. I used to think to myself, I've had a lot of growth since then, but I used to think, oh my gosh, like just, you know, choosing to be unemployed. Like, what are you like? saying to myself like what are you doing like why are you not doing nothing you know and honestly it, it, it was not a healthy type of mentality you know when i think about america and the american dream and the daily grind and how we are supposed to produce and how we are supposed to be contributing like in some way monday through friday or for some people more than that putting in work and like just essentially boom 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 you know hitting the pavement i'm like honestly i used to really like think okay this is this is what we're supposed to do like you're supposed to you're supposed to work like that that is that right now i will say before we before we kind of like you know go a little bit further I I did have a plan. I remember, I think the first time I actually really had, I guess, um, uh, I guess number goal or like actually being able to quantify a goal. I was, this was at my first job. There was this girl, her name's Marissa, and uh, we're walking. We used to walk, me and her and all the other people from our job. We used to, once we ate lunch, we would go and we would just walk around. I worked in Midtown back then. So we would just walk around Midtown and, you know, enjoy the weather, get some fresh air, get some steps in, look at all these nice houses and just chit chat, you know, shooting the shit or whatever. I remember Marissa talking about reading how, um, and. Let me just say, y'all, I do not read self-help books by by choice, like unless it's like a book club type shit or something or self-help podcast or because the podcast I listen to are kind of for pleasure, not really like <laughs> not really self-help or whatever, like pleasure or for like news. But so one day Marissa talks about this guy, Dave Ramsey. Right. And I'm like, first of all. Y'all, I tell I told y'all I'm working on being a better listener. So we was walking and all I heard was Ramsey. And I'm like, the chef? Like, what is what is he's he's talking about? What? No, Dave Ramsey, financial advice, right? And I'm like, okay, like lay it on me. Cause back then I was like early in my career. I bitch was not out here being the most, you know, financially responsible. All right. I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> Look, I was doing a lot of partying. A lot of this, a lot of that. And I was just essentially the old tagline, young wild free. That that was me. But anyways, Marissa starts talking about, yeah, you know, Ramsey's like, you gotta make sure, you know, you have like X number amount of savings. I don't know if she said three months or six months. I think she said six months, because I internalized six months. And I was just like, okay, that's like, that's a good goal, right? You know, she says this and you know, it's sitting with me. And actually what ended up happening is that um <laughs> my wisdom teeth, my wisdom teeth teeth were coming in strong, like strong, strong. Like they were starting to hurt and it was causing me a lot of pain, right? I think it to myself, okay, you know, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get these removed, right? Now, insurance was only gonna cover a portion of it uh, and they didn't have any like, you know, type of plans or whatever for like financing. And I was also just thinking to myself, I don't wanna put myself in a position to where like, I can't, you know, get a procedure done that I can't afford, right? So that was really the first time that I essentially set a finite goal. Insurance covers this amount. This is the amount I would need to pay out of pocket. And I said to myself, all right, bet. 
I need to save this amount of money. And that was the first time I really realized that, wow, like if I actually put this goal down and I look at this number, I can do it. So I saved the money that I needed to get my wisdom teeth removed. I got them removed. That was crazy. It was a crazy day. I was trying to drive because I was all loopy after I got out. Anyways, moral of the story is that was the first time I really just like saved what I considered to be a good chunk of money. Before I decided to leave my job, now I had already been saving um, some money, but I never actually set an actual goal. I had never like sat down and calculated my expenses. I will say, so <laughs> for some of y'all listening out there, there, especially people close to me. Um, Y'all probably are already immediately thinking about YNAB. Okay, there's this app, Y-N-A-B. You need a budget. Okay, I used it for a little bit. It was a little bit of a learning curve. And I was like, you know what? No, this is not going to work for me. I came up with my own method. My own method was essentially every time I got paid, I saved like X amount of dollars. Like, so no matter like, you know, what I was going to do, like for that month, whatever shenanigans I had planned or whatever, like, you know, bills that I had, every time I got paid, and back then I was getting paid bi-weekly. Every time I got paid, I'd pay myself first and then, you know, take care of my expenses. And then, um, you know, pleasure and entertainment came after that. All that good stuff. What I essentially did was I sat down and I calculated all of my expenses. So, you know, what I'm paying in rent, what I'm paying for my car note, my internet, power, all of that together. Um, and then also kind of approximating, um, you know, other things like how much I spend in gas, groceries, stuff like that, so that I could get a rough idea for what it would look like for just one month of my expenses. And then I essentially just multiplied that by six. And so I said, okay, this is what it looks like about to have six months worth of expenses. Like what would that number look like? Okay. So I said to myself, okay, well, I don't want to leave my job until I know that I have six months worth of savings. Hypothetically, if I were unemployed for six months and had no source of income, would I be able to survive? And the answer would be yes. So I made sure that that was something that I did before I actually made the decision and I will say this too. Of course, we're going to get into, we're going we're gonna to get into some fun stuff on this episode, but I had to, I had to keep it 100 with y'all. One thing that personally helped me is, you know, separate bank accounts. So I have like a bank account that I never look at. Like I only, I only have money in it. I don't actually take money out. I don't use it. I don't even use the card. Like the card is literally like locked away. Literally don't touch it. I just put money into it. It's a great way for me me to be like, okay, I know I have something, but I don't get to look at it because I don't even have the login information memorized. Okay. That's how crazy it is. All right. Like this money is just away. And then the bank account that I have where I was like receiving paychecks, that's the one that I actually look at. So I'm like, okay, I'm actually looking at this, my credit card, savings, checking, all that jazz is here. Like I can see this, but my other bank account, that's the one. Like I never, like I rarely log into that one. For those of you who may be wondering like, well, Key, like what if something happened? Don't worry, don't worry. I have notifications set up. So like I get notified, all those notifications I have. So no need, no need to worry there. Um, but that's something that I found helpful because it kind of makes you pretend like the bank account you actually look at is how much money you have. It'll help you in terms of if you don't see it, it'll be easier to not spend it because you don't think you have it. But Anyways, anti-ways, 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 reeling it back in, reeling it back in, reeling it back in. So 
Essentially, I was at a place in my life where I was just like, it would be better for my mental health to take me time, take key time. I had thought about, okay, well, I can apply for jobs. I definitely can. And I had kind of casually done so, um, you know, nothing like serious or anything like that. Pretty, pretty light just to see what was out there. And it was mainly to get a sense of what, what the market was like, interview questions, market specific questions, like field specific questions, because keep in mind, y'all, it had literally been, I literally had not updated my resume in like, oh, like two, two and a half years. And that's a good chunk of time. Definitely getting back in the rhythm. There were some jobs, I will say, like in the very beginning that I had applied to that I said, this is just for practice. No, and there's nothing, nothing wrong with doing interviews for practice at all, okay? Because at the end of the day, if they select you and you're having that conversation, there's something that they saw in you and something that lined up. So either way, you can take something to benefit from it. No interview is exactly the same. So no matter who is doing the interviewing or if it's not exactly what you want, you can still get something out of it. It's still an experience that you can take something from. Long story short, I got to the point to where I said to myself, I am not happy. I'm not happy. Now I will caveat by saying I still got mad love for people who were there rocking it with me. Okay. Some people who left before me, people who were there now. Okay. And I am like super thankful for that. And that's, the, that's the real reason too. When I think back to how long I stayed and it really was because of the people. It's kind of crazy when you think about, okay, I have friends, but I'm starting this job and there are going to be people there that I am working with. They may be on my team. They may not be on my team, but it's really answering the question of do our vibes vibe with each other? Honestly, truly, there are so many people that look, I still fucks with today. Okay. That people that I'm actually going to be hanging out with soon, people that I still hang out with. And I am super thankful for that because I thought about, oh, okay, I can tell myself, let me stay for like these number of reasons for the people that I do appreciate. But at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself the question in terms of what I'm doing in my role, where I am, am I truly as happy as I could be, truly as happy as I was before? What does that look like? And I said to myself, it's not like not being with someone in the workplace is going to prevent me from being their friends. Look, on Tea with Key, y'all have heard me, you know, have people on the show with that I met at my previous role who I still talk to. There are a lot of girls that I met at the first job that I had as an adult out of collage who I still talk to this day on a regular basis, you know, and that makes me so freaking happy. So when I thought about, okay, oh goodness, like I am going to be leaving and not have that like everyday communication in terms of like, you know, Zoom or going in the office, stuff like that. But I know at the end of the day, like in my heart that the people who I'm already friends with, who we already have that connection with, I'm still going to have that connection with them. And that's the, that's the reason too why I kept it real. When I was thinking to myself, y'all, I'm about to leave. Even before I actually like decided, I was, hmm, I don't know about this. Just let y'all know. I just don't like blindsiding the people that, you know, I talk to on a regular basis. So I kept it real, you know. I'm the type of person, if you're going to hear something, if you're going to hear something big about me, you're going to hear it from me. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what's up. And look, for those of y'all listening out here, for the ones who, you know, I was essentially in the trenches with, 
okay and you know those close to me tell me y'all you know my thought process and all of this it's a it's something that I'm like looking back on and be like I sincerely appreciate y'all for like listening to me hearing me out and all that jazz and supporting me I will say <laughs> it's interesting in terms of timing too because let me tell y'all y'all know I love to watch anime and season five of Agresco just dropped okay if y'all haven't peeped it go peep it and I'm not gonna like do too many spoilers on here I'm gonna just tell y'all how much of a coincidence watching it being unemployed I felt because let me tell you it dropped on uh that Friday right and I start watching it and I think I immediately start thinking to myself this is literally so much of me right now it's crazy because when I talk to y'all about the, the expectation to work, what essentially we have to produce. Okay, so for those of y'all who don't know about the show, essentially, Agresco, she lives in Japan. She's a red panda. She's in her 20s and she's trying to figure out life, okay? She works in accounting and she essentially has all these adventures. And when I say like, this girl does it all, she does it all, okay? But it's just funny because her personality, I feel like, really aligns with mine and like her quirkiness. And anyways, it's a good show. You should watch it. It's amazing. She's funny. She sings, <laughs> she fucking sings death metal karaoke and just goes the fuck off on people. And I just love it. Her rage, like it makes you want to fucking rage. You know, sometimes you just, you just get in those modes where you're just like, fuck it off. Fuck this. Fuck that. And, you know, you just, you just want to, you want to get it out. And I just, I love that type of expression. Like I love, I love seeing someone just let go and let out like what, what they're feeling, who they are, want to be like unapologetically. And it's just like, it's absolutely amazing. I shipped the show so hard. Watch it if you have not. No, I was not paid to say this. Yes, I wish I was, but anyways, for those of you who haven't watched the show, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell y'all one spoiler. So Haida, yes, they are in a relationship. For those who you wanna start the show, sorry, not sorry, but yes, they end up together. That whole him yearning for her, longing for her all those years, yes, okay. They ended up together. But y'all know the drama from season four. Basically, some shady shit went down. Yeah. Um. So Haida, he's jobless, right? I won't give out too many spoilers. Like I said, y'all should watch the show. Haida, basically, he talks about how we're like expected to, you know, get good grades when we're younger. And then as we get older, we're, you know, expected to get a good job. And he basically says that, yeah, ever since we're kids, someone's always telling us what to do. He says... Nothing wrong with slacking off before they lock me in again, okay? And mind you, this episode, it's called A Prison Called Freedom. So he's essentially talking about how right now in the show, um, he pretty much, he's like really into this video game that he's playing and he'll play his video game, he'll drink beer, he'll nap, he spends time with Retsko. And that's pretty much, you know, how he's he's spending his time. Like he's He's essentially enjoying all the pleasures of life while he is not having to focus on work. I will say, main difference though, <laughs> he is not paying rent. Obviously, I am paying rent because the way in which who else out here is going to help a sister out? Okay. Yeah, so he's not paying rent because his dad, um, he, his family is very well off and they own that building. So he uh, is in that unit living rent free. Um, so pretty much he is just spending his hours every day exactly how he wants to, right? But there's this one scene where it's Retsuko, Haida, and Finiko. 
Finico is one of their friends um, who they also work with. Uh, and <laughs> she's she's a funny character. If you haven't seen the show, I, I love her. She uh, you'll you'll get a kick out of her personality. It's pretty hilarious. Finico starts, you know, getting on Haida and essentially she's also urging Retzko to speak up at the table because pretty much Haida is doing whatever he wants to do and Retzko is just kind of like okay yeah like that's fine right Retzko is still going to work and supporting Haida and they're still in a relationship but she she wants to speak up and say that you know he should try to start making steps towards you know getting back in the workforce but you know she she doesn't say anything but the reason why Finico is really speaking out this time is because Essentially, Haida says how he spent 15,000 yen on uh, this co this combo move in the video game. That's about 112 USD. So Finico is talking about how unemployed, like how are you spending this much money like on, you know, some moves in a video game? You should be thinking about, you know, steps you're going to take. I think it's interesting because being unemployed and having literally all of this time to do whatever I want to do is fucking refreshing. But anyways, all to say... You know, you, you ask yourself the question, okay, with the money I have, what do I want to spend it on? What does pleasure look like to me? What does entertainment look like to me? What does happiness look like to me? Have I bought a couple of games since I've been unemployed? Yes, the fuck I have. <laughs> and did I also buy Beyonce tickets? Yes, the fuck I did. Let me fucking tell y'all. Okay. <laughs> and when I thought about this, I was like, okay, I know I know exactly what I'm gonna title the episode because for those of y'all who didn't listen, even though for most of my listener base, I'm pretty sure y'all already listened to the album when it came out, but Queen B, okay, Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter, she released Renaissance, okay, act one. And the single that actually dropped before the album came out, Break My Soul, there is, um, <laughs> There's a verse that really resonated with me when I thought about the title of this episode. Twitter ate this up. Everybody ate this shit up because, um, you know what? I'll just, I'll, I'll get into it. Now, I'm not a swangstress or whatever, <laughs> but the verse goes like, I just fell in love and I just quit my job. I'm gonna find a new drive. Damn, they work me so damn hard. It's funny because when when this song dropped uh, and, you know, it was, let me tell you, like last year, it was like the absolute banger of the summer. Okay. It was, it still is a fucking banger. All right. Like you heard that song on repeat. It doesn't matter where you were at. You were at a parade. You were at a club. You were listening to the radio. You was on the street. You was whatever. You heard this song. And let me tell you, the internet ate this up even though people were talking about you know beyonce is like well look if you gotta leave your job you gotta leave it right and all the other like interpretations that were out there mainly within memes okay got a lot of kicks got a lot of laughs it resurfaced when the tour dates were released. I remember the first tweet that I saw, Miracle, she had sent it in like one of the many, many, many group chats that me, her and Kiana have. And I was just like, shit, like, is this like, is this official? Is it posted? Is it real, real, right? Because I had to come straight from her. But then of course, you know, it comes out. We are, we are all so hyped. Because let me tell y'all, even before this year, I thought to myself, okay, 2023, I want to see Beyonce on her Renaissance tour 
I also want to save money to go to Japan, which I still will do, okay? Even though I'm unemployed, trust and believe, I will bounce back. I will have my Japan fun. It's gonna be Lydia's a titty. We're gonna be out here in the motherfucking goddamn city, okay? Point blank per. When the tour was announced, let me go to my phone because I took some I took some screenshots. There are a lot of like funny little articles like Beyonce said to quit your job. Well, these people did. And well, look at me now. I'm one of those people. Not because of B. It's funny how these uh these things happen. So the verse, it also, it also continues, work by nine, then off past five, and they work my nerves. That's why I cannot sleep at night. Like I said, I ain't a singer. If y'all want to hear Beyonce saying it, y'all can go hear it. So essentially the chorus goes into, you know, motivation, foundation, vibration, all that jazz. Okay. It's a good song. Listen to it. It's awesome. Right. Also, Beyonce did not pay me to say these things. Do I wish she did? Yes, I do. You'll see some of the tweets that be like, is she telling us to quit our jobs? Because I will, Beyonce, I will. There are also some funny ones, um, girls crying in their car and uh, it'll be like, me on my way to my job, listening to Beyonce's song, telling me to quit my job. And it's just like crying, crying, crying. When when the tour was released, a bunch of people, you know, were talking about, well, bitch, you literally told us to quit our jobs. Now we got this tour and tickets are how much? Like the math is not mathing, okay? Y'all, the internet is a the internet is a magical place. Like you had people, I remember seeing this one. <laughs> This one flyer, this guy, he was a realtor. He was like, need to sell your house to buy Beyonce tickets? Call me today. And I'm just like, it's it's funny. You had, there were, oh my goodness. There were so many tweets about bitches out here selling their eggs so that they could buy Beyonce tickets. You had like all these screenshots posted of girls asking their boyfriends like, hey, like I know we have whatever goals or whatever funds for whatever, 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 but... Beyonce is touring, like, baby, can you give me these tickets? Baby, can we make it work? All this stuff. And it has just been, it's it's been absolutely fucking hilarious. I just find it so just coincidental because, you know, of course, when, when the single dropped, when the album dropped, I was very much employed and very much had income coming in. And I thought to myself, okay, I knew that with me trying to save money to go to Japan, that that was going to be a priority. But I also said to myself, okay, well, if slash when Beyonce does announce the tour, I definitely want to be a part of that. So I actually want to, <laughs> let me tell y'all what I fucking did. Okay. So in order to ensure success, there were some methods. Okay. So for those of y'all who, who don't know about what the process was, essentially there was pre-sale, but there was like, there was just a number of different pre-sales. There was like the Beehive pre-sale. And I was like, okay, well, how do we come from Beehive? There was like a city pre-sale. And I was like, okay, I don't bank with them. I ended up finding out there was a Verizon pre-sale because what I, what I originally did, once I found out you could sign up for pre-sale, I used my email. I I called my mom and I was like, okay, can you sign up for this? I sent the link to my boyfriend and I was like, oh my goodness, like, can you sign up for this too? Because I was like, I want to increase my chances, right? My mom tells me she gets this email, the Verizon up whatever email about Beyonce tickets. And I'm like, okay, we need this. Cause I think it was like, the first thing was the Beehive. The second was City. I think the third one, the third pre-sale, still pre-sale, was Verizon. And then I think the fourth one was regular pre-sale. And then the fifth one would be like, if you didn't 
if you didn't fall in the buckets of the other four pre-sales. And I was like, yo, this is a lot. This is a lot. But let me tell you, okay, where there is a will, there is a way. All right. I had the will. I made a way. The girl got tickets. Okay. I wanted to get more. I tried. Let me tell y'all. It. I felt like a student in college for a fucking, fucking pre-enroll all over again. Like I had my laptop up at the exact time I needed to. Internet connection was stable as fuck. And I was literally like, I got in the queue, the queue, the queue was moving. But then when it came to getting tickets, because I had texted, I texted some girls, the people who love Beyonce, like I love Beyonce, that like I would go with, they live in like other states. And so I was like, okay, my first thought was, let me see who I can ask here. So I'm like, you know what, let me go into this and try to like, just buy four tickets, right? Because I had like messaged one of my friends and she was like, yeah, I messaged one of my other friends. She was like, yeah. And like one of her friends was like, yes. I was like, let me try to get four. Oh my goodness gracious. I swear every time I tried to get four tickets, it would be like, oh, another fan was faster or something like that. It kept saying another fan was faster, another fan. And I was just like, oh my goodness, all these seats were getting usurped, gone gotten and i'm looking at the mercedes-benz stadium and i'm trying to be like okay well i don't want a seat that's like two off to the side or two over here but a bitch also got a budget okay an unemployed bitch got a motherfucking goddamn budget uh i was like you know what i don't know if i can get four tickets right so let's just try to get two seats next to each other i did it i persevered i overcame they were secured i am so happy yours truly key will be going to see the Queen Bee live. I'm super excited. I am often gonna be out here. The homegirl that I'm going with, she's already like, what are we gonna be wearing? Are we gonna do something comfy like sneakers? Are we gonna wear heels? Are we gonna do like an alien superstar studded outfit? What are we gonna do? Look, it's it's crazy because we're having this conversation. I hop back on Twitter <laughs> and people are like, y'all girls out here preparing for Beyonce, getting y'all outfits together five, six months in advance. And I'm reading that like, mm, ain't no shame. Ain't no shame at all. I am thankful. I am happy. And it's it's funny because, you know, like I said, I'm watching, I'm watching Agretzko. I'm watching Haida spend his money on his video game combos and I'm, you know, listening to Finico saying what she's saying, Retzko, you know, she gets serious. She basically is like, okay, you know, we we can't be, we can't, I can't be, you know, you can't be out here spending your money on this, spending your time on, this. and I'm just like sitting here thinking, did I unemployed the little of me buy Beyonce tickets? Yes, the fuck I did. Will I still have it together? Yes, the fuck I will. Okay. We, we know, we know what we consider to be important or things that we care about, but I'm gonna also say, I'm doing this responsibly. It's gonna it's gonna be a movie, y'all, for real, for real. And I'll probably release an episode when it actually comes to what my experience was like, because even if you're not a Beyonce fan, we can all appreciate art, okay? We can all appreciate music. We can appreciate a good performance. We can all appreciate having that experience of being able to take in something that I know will definitely be breathtaking and essentially be a memory that I'm going to have forever. So I'll definitely keep you guys posted then. Winding down this episode, I want to actually go go back to, to the show for a second because basically there's this other character. His name is Tone. Um, he comes off pretty much like an asshole. Uh, if you watch the show or you've watched the show, you'll, you'll, you'll see what I mean. Tone, he, he's talking to Haida and he's asking about, you know, his job search and everything like that. You know, he's talking about how rough it is, but... 
you know, at one point he he tells him, you know, advice in terms of when he's actually applying, going to these interviews and, you know, talking to the prospective employers. He says, show him what you got. And he really encourages him to like have that fire and have that passion. And when I think about my my time now and updating my resume, putting an end date to my previous role, actually thinking about, okay, putting myself out there, I am gonna show them what I got. I have a great background. I have stellar credentials. I have solid experience. I am well-versed in terms of verticals. I have so much knowledge that I will leverage in my next role. And so when I think about the next opportunity I want to take, I'm going to be strategic about it. I am going to put myself in a position to where at a company where I want to be, the things that I consider to be important also match up with what they consider to be important. And of course, when it comes to the Zuala signs, I'm going to be asking for not only what I want, but more than what I want. Because you know what? I know that I'm worth it. I know, okay? When I think about what I really wanted to highlight with you guys, coming back, being here to stay, having y'all with a return for Tea with Key. If there's a point in your life where you need to take a step back or you need to take time for yourself, then you should do it. You should ask yourself how you want to go about it, how you are going to achieve it, and what that looks like for you, okay? Success comes in many ways. There is not just one path to success. When we think about the time that we have here on this earth, we need to ask ourselves what truly makes us happy. And sometimes, what that looks like is a break. Sometimes that looks like taking a step away from everything and really having time for yourself to spend it how you want to. There's gonna be times in our lives where we really want to be selfish and that is okay. Being able to ask yourself what you really want, prioritizing what feels good for you, making a plan, for how you want your future to be, whether it is a short-term plan, a long-term plan, however you want it to look like, it is perfectly fine to be able to say what my day-to-day -day looks like right now. You know what? I want that to be different. I want to make a change. This is what I'm gonna do, you know? So when I thought about having this episode and what I really wanted you guys to take away from this is really being able to have a conversation with yourself and asking those hard questions. And if you're not in a position where you are where you want to be, what steps can you take to actually put yourself in a situation that you consider to be optimal, even if it's momentarily. For me, I'm choosing to spend more time with the people I love, doing the things that I love on my own time and not having to have these unnecessary pressures that were not conducive to my life. When I think about how I want to spend my time now, I definitely want to focus on the things that do make me happy while at the same time thinking about how I want to move forward. So even though I'm not working full time right now, 
I am putting myself out there, looking at opportunities, talking to my friends about roles at their companies that are open. I'm still prioritizing my personal happiness. I am prioritizing key. Don't be too hard on yourself. Give yourself the freedom to let go sometimes. Give yourself the option to use your time in a way that is good for your mind, that is good for your heart, that is good for your body. Have the chance to give yourself some wiggle room in life because at the end of the day, it's ultimately your life to live. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tea with Key.